Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Damon Martin, MMA fighting here with Kevin Holland, the uh, the man of the hour who always steps up when needed. Uh, what do they say? Call Big Mouth? Big Mouth answers. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, welcome back, man. How's everything? Going pretty good, brother. Going pretty good. So, yeah. So, kind of... Yeah. So give me a sense, man. How did this whole thing come together? It seemed obviously uh, last minute, of course. Uh, Darren Till falls out with a broken collarbone. You immediately jumped in and said you'll take the fight. So was it that easy? Like, how did this whole thing come together? Yeah, it's, it's that simple. You know, it's like uh, they say they need somebody. I'm there. It's part of being a company man. <laughs> How is it, I mean, obviously coming out of the last fight, and I'll get back to that in a second, like in terms of like feel, in terms of your body, your health, like how are you feeling coming out of that? I assume you must have been feeling pretty good to be able to take a fight like this on short notice. This is what we do for a living. We do it for a reason. It's my job. It's what I was made for. Win, lose, or draw. I'm a fighter. Fight every weekend if you need me to. Yeah. It's funny. When we talked before the Brunson fight, I remember you telling me, you're like, the timing, you know, you want to fight sooner. You're you're kind of the guy who likes to stay busy, stay active. And I know you're not one to make any excuses, but like, do you feel like this is almost, in a weird way, the Kevin Holland situation? Like stepping up, short notice, one week away, main event. Like it almost feels like this is what you're built for. Yeah, that's what I do. I step in, you know, every single time. You know, it's uh, it's part of being who I am. You know, it's just. Just what I do. It's how I was raised. You know what I mean? Family raised a hard-working man. I'm a hard-working man. I know you had expressed after the last fight the possibility of, you know, maybe test yourself at welterweight, which I know that would be a weight cut and getting down to that weight. Uh, but but how, like, in terms of, like, this fight, like, was this just better opportunity in terms of timing? Like, obviously getting a guy like Marvin Vittori on short notice. Uh, is the welterweight thing still sure. possible? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know... <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely possible. You know, it's like uh, I used to fight at 170 pounds. I didn't know how to cut weight back then. I'm learning how to cut weight now. It's like it's yeah, it's definitely possible. You know, I wouldn't say it if it wasn't. You know, it's like uh, yeah, they often they a fight came up short notice. You guys needed somebody to step in. I stepped in. You know, had I not stepped in, you guys wouldn't have a main event for this card. What do you guys want? You want a main event for the card, or you want no main event for the card? You want a main event for the card, so therefore I stepped in. There's no science behind this. <laughs> so let me backtrack, Kevin, because I didn't get a chance to talk to you after the last one. I mean, listen, it is what it is. Losses happen. 
And it's it's what's crazy to me about that fight is everyone saying, "Oh, what you know, what did Kevin do wrong? Well, he's talking too much." Dana is saying he had a mental breakdown. Uh, at what point do we actually give credit to Derek Brunson for just doing a good job? I've done that the whole time. <laughs> I've done that the whole time. Every time you listen to an interview or anything I've said after the fight, I said props to Derek Brunson. He went out there with a good game plan and did what he was supposed to do. And it's like, uh, I'm not one for excuses. Never have, never will. You know, somebody gets the job done, they get the job done. He did a good job. Yeah. Does it bug you when that is the narrative after a fight? That it was your, you know, somehow you, I mean, again, you were on a good streak. Obviously, we know what kind of fighter you are. And listen, I understand things happen. You may make a mistake or whatever. And I understand that's part of the game. But again, it feels like it's kind of robbing him of a victory by just, you know, everyone's trying to find out, like, why you lost. You know what I mean? No, it's not robbing him of victory. Because at the end of the day, they're all trying to find out why I lost because they know. Nine times out of ten, I'm supposed to beat the guy. I guess he just found the tenth time. Uh, so, you know, it's like it's, it's nothing. It's nothing wrong with them wanting to know what was going on with quote unquote one of their favorite fighters. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's like at the end of the day, you thought Derek Brunson was supposed to beat me? No. So, you know, it's like of course you're gonna ask what was going on with you that night. You know, props to Derek Brunson. He did what he was supposed to do that night, but. You know, it's like, come do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Or continue to hold me the whole night until eventually you're not tired of holding me anymore. Then we got to fight, and then I'm going to beat the crap out of you. He did a good job. Props to him. Yeah. Is it funny that, you know, one of the reasons that we all loved watching you, you know, go out there and do your thing, like when you fought Jacare, you're literally, you're on the ground with Jacare Sosa, and you're talking to him while you're, while you're, while you got him in your guard, and then two seconds later, you knock him out, and everyone's, you know, raving and saying, oh my God, this guy's crazy, he's wild, such a fun guy to watch, you do the exact same thing against Brunson, it just doesn't go your way, and suddenly there's a problem, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of hate that narrative, like, suddenly there's a problem, you just... You lost a fight. It happens. I mean, you're a veteran. You know that. You told me that before the fight. You're like, hey, losses are part of the sport. I've lost before. I'll probably lose again. But uh, you like winning better. Yeah, winning's always fun. Two checks, you know, more girls in your inbox. Winning's always better. <laughs> so now can I expect on Saturday night on ABC, by the way, when we're all going to be on network TV, that we're going to see the same Kevin Holland we've always seen. That You're not going to try to reinvent the wheel because you lost one fight. Reinvent the wheel? No, no, no. I wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel ever. You're going to see me go out there and work. The job is to work. You know, I'm going to go out there and work. I just won't, I won't let somebody lay and pray. So if you're laying and praying, you know, I just got to move. You know, no, no resting. You know, so that, that's just, that's, that's it. You know, I just got to work. You got to work. I know how you are. <laughs> I know how you are with, you know, pretty much every opponent. You're not the kind of guy to, like, sit here and, you know, break down footage or anything. But did you like the matchup with Marvin Vittori? Or, or was this more just about the opportunity in terms of stepping into a main event and getting another fight? Oh, I told you earlier, my man. There's no science behind this stuff. There's no science whatsoever. You guys needed a main event. You needed somebody to step up and fight. I'm doing that. What, uh, what do you think of Marvin? I think he's a, a meathead who learned how to fight, and therefore it'll be a good it'll be a good exchange. 
Now, when you look at Marvin, at least for his last few fights, he obviously has seemed a lot more willing to strike with guys. Now, credit to him for you know getting the submission over Carl Roberson, but he typically is seen more as a striker. He did that a lot against Jack Hermanson. He's not you know typically the guy who's going to go out and try to wrestle you things like that. But uh, what do you like, don't give away game plan? I think we all know what you're going to try to do. But like, what what do you expect out of Marvin in this fight? I expect him to try what what seems to work. You know, it's like. I expect I expect him to do what's in the human nature. You know, it's like, do what you think works. So, you know, it's like, whatever you guys think works, that's what he's going to try and do. You know, I lost my last fight a certain way. So, obviously, everybody thinks that works. So, that's what they're going to try and do. Uh, it's like, it's, it's simple. It's simple. It's very simple. <laughs> I'm just going to fight. You know, it's like, uh, I hear you. I feel you. I smell you. But I'm just going to fight. You know? Yeah. Just simply going to fight. Yeah. I know that Marvin, and if you ever pay attention to any of Marvin's interviews, like Marvin, you know, obviously gets pretty amped up before his fights. He, obviously, I know he has a bit of a rivalry with certain guys, and he I, he kind of feeds on off emotion. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think certain people, you know, feed off emotion and it does good for them. Other people try to feed off emotion, and it kind of backfires. Uh, obviously, you are a guy who will, you know, have fun in there, and you don't mind getting into your opponent's head before or during <laughs> during the fight. Even do you feel like that that mental edge could be it could be an advantage for you in this fight? Yeah, I mean, maybe you know, it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, it could be, you know, it's like. We'll see what happens, you know, when I actually get there. Everybody says fight week starts uh, when the week starts. Fight week don't start till you get there. You know what I mean? It's time to do the job. So, I mean, we'll see. The uh, way I look at it is, is you know, I want to see what Marvin can do fighting-wise. I'm not worried about his mental and his this and that and his this and that. I want to fight. You know, and it's like, uh, I don't know if everybody's catching that drift. You know, you guys went to Big Mouth last time. I did all that talking and then everybody complained. So this time... I'm going to fight. So just be happy I'm going to fight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. When we talked before the fight, I remember mentioning to you, you know, I said, hey, a win, you know, you're one of the only guys out there that, that you know, in terms of where you're at in, in, the, in the division, that a win would put you right near a title shot. And, and I know you're one of the only guys who hasn't fought Adesanya. And I know you mentioned before, you know, you wanted to fight Adesanya, but that really didn't have as much to do with the title as much as just a fight you wanted. And you told me the title really – it's not one of those things that you think about. You're sitting there obsessing over like some people. You just like fighting. Uh, is that is that kind of a benefit? Like, at what point do we start paying attention to the things you tell us, Kevin? Because everyone's making a big deal out of everything that happens. And you keep trying to tell us, you know, hey, I just like fighting. I just like stepping up and fighting. I just like taking these short notice fights and fighting. Uh, at what point do we start paying attention and actually believing what you're telling us? Ah. Uh. You know, that is a very, very good question. I don't think you guys ever do. You know, it's like, uh, I don't think anybody ever listens to Kev. You know, that's what happens when you got that big mouth persona. Everybody thinks you're just talking just to talk. So, you know, it's perfectly fine. They just think I'm talking just to talk, and then there'll be a few smart people that look and read in between the lines, and then it is what it is. But at the end of the day, goals and dreams change every day. So you never know, truly know what a person wants until they get to the end of the road and they got what they've gotten. And then they can tell you, hey, I wish I could have got this, or I wish I could have got that. So uh, don't pay no attention to the things that I say. Just <laughs> enjoy the shit that comes out of my mouth sometimes, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. I, I hear this a lot. Anytime, you know, I talk to certain guys or girls, you know, when you deal with a loss, you know, obviously you always have to worry about health, things like that. But outside of that, most people tell me, 
Hey, after a loss, I want to get right back in there. I want to get that win. I want to get that bad taste of, of defeat out of my mouth. Now, you're a guy who steps up regardless, win, loss, whatever. But uh, is there a little extra motivation for a fight like this with that? Just, you know, wanting to get that bad taste, that last fight out of your mouth? Uh, you know, uh, I just like to fight. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like that's one thing that will never change. I love to fight. I want to get the bad taste out of out of out of whose mouth? Out of the people who believe in me mouth? Yeah, the people who have something negative to say or always got something to say and they don't do shit but sit on the couch. I don't really care. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like they don't really bother me. They don't pay my bills. You know, the people who pay my bills, the people who uh, lives I truly affect, not the people who just betting a couple dollars on me because they're trying to get rich off my name. Not those people. The true people. That's what I care about. Other than that, I don't really care. You know, it's like, um, you know, it's like you have to be close to me for me to care. A lot of these people ain't that close to me. A lot of these people don't pay my bills. A lot of these people don't have uh, nothing that I care that's invested into me. So, it's like, I don't know. You know, it's like, appreciate the people for tuning in, but I don't know. You know, it's like, they tune they tune in for a good show. I gave you a good show and you still complain. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is a, a card taking place on ABC, which is a cool thing. It's a weird kind of middle of the afternoon card. Um, but we are coming to the end of the pandemic era with cards. We're starting to see fights back with arenas and, and fans. And I feel like one thing that we did appreciate in the empty arenas was the Kevin Holland era, where we actually got to hear what you were saying throughout the fight. Uh, it was one of the benefits of not having a crowd there. Uh, I know this is one of the last ones without a crowd. Are you are you gonna miss that? Are you gonna miss that uh, atmosphere where we actually got to hear everything you got to say, or, or are you gonna be excited to see the crowds again? Man, you know, uh, I gave you guys big mouth when you needed big mouth. You know what I mean? I gave you guys entertainment during a pandemic when when things were bad, and I cared more about probably entertaining you guys than I should have cared about just going out there collecting the check and getting the win. And it's like. Uh, I don't want I don't I don't want the ones who truly love Big Mouth to, to not love it anymore because I'm still gonna talk you know what I mean I'm a talker and Jabba Jaws is always gonna run his mouth but uh, I'll be happy when the people come back because you know they can just appreciate a good old fashioned ass whooping and that's what I'm looking for to forward and deliver a good old fashioned ass whooping go deliver a few of those and the people will be happy so bring the people back we need the people we need that energy we need the boos we need the yays we need the nays we need the hays we need them all back you know what I mean we need hot girls in the crowd. And guys with big bellies throwing beers at us. We need it back. Bring it back, baby. I miss it. <laughs> with that being said, Kevin, it's kind of funny. We live in this sport where, unfortunately, I say unfortunately because I, I really don't like it, is that you know everything in this sport is built upon what have you done for me lately. You win one fight. You are the greatest fighter in the world. Oh, my God. You're going to be the champion. All this stuff. You lose one fight. Suddenly you're a bum. You, know, you, you were never that good to begin with. I hate that mentality. Um, but coming back out of the last one, like, because it, it just you strike me as a guy who, who doesn't let that kind of stuff affect you. Am I wrong? No, it just doesn't bother me. You know, it's like, uh, it's like we got a lot of, I got a lot of other things to worry about than just those uh, fans who, love you when you win and hate you when you lose, you know, and so like, like I said before, it's the people who pay the bills and it's the people who are truly there and that truly care. Those are the ones that matter. Other than that, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's like, uh, I get a lot of interviews right before I'm about to fight. You know what I'm saying? I get a lot of those. A lot of the media guys are like, man, Kevin Holland's really fun, but they only hit me up right before the fight. You know what I mean? I got a few that right after I lose and stuff, they'll message me and be like, bro, tough laws, you know, yada, 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 yada. I love those guys, you know, good energy, great energy all the way around, you know, so it's like, that's kind of like a, a lesson and a, and, a, and, a, and a thing that happens with people all the way around. 
there's certain people that reach out to you when you're doing bad, and there's certain people that only reach out to you when you're doing good. Those people that only reach out to you when you're doing good, why worry about them? Worry about those people that reach out to you no matter what. Yeah, ride or die, right? Ride or die. You know what I mean? So, you got to learn when to give the fire and when not to give the fire. You got to learn when to do your thing and when not to do your thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Absolutely. Yeah. Before I let you go, I know that uh, if there was one downside of the, of the Brunson fight, it was the timing. You had to wait for that fight and, and wait for that main event to come around. I know you're a guy who likes to stay active. You get fight number two right now, obviously right after the last one. Uh, is there still a possibility of five or six fights for you this year? Do you think that's still still in the uh, still in the possibility? We're, we're already at two and we're four months in. It has to be a possibility, right? One every other month. It has to be a possibility. There's 12 months in the year, and if I'm fighting one every other month, that's six fights this year. I may not be able to go 6-0, and oh, but, I mean, 5-1. and one. I guess I'm getting knocking out five wins every year. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Kevin, thank you as always for taking the time. I know literally you're leaving for Vegas and everything, so I appreciate you doing this. Obviously, best of luck in the fight. Uh, you know, I always enjoy catching up with you, man. So best of luck this weekend, and, uh, and let's chat afterwards, all right? All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Have all a good one. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.